Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. Hello, I am so excited that I have this girlfriend that I met at a workshop and I knew I had to bring her on so that I could share her with all of you. So before we get started, let me introduce my new friend to you, Miss Shannon Stroop. She is a life coach for women finding their fulfillment and purpose. I loved it as soon as I heard it. If you feel just a little bit stuck, she is your lady. So Shannon, can you introduce yourself just a little bit better? Give me some details, maybe like your background or how, how you found this as a passion. Like that was just interesting to me. Yeah, I'd love to tell you. It's great to see you again. Um, I'm yes. so glad we connected. And um, But thanks for having me. And a little about me. Uh, geez, I've actually worked in healthcare for almost 30 years and I'm very fortunate. It's a job that I fell into. I did not choose it. It literally landed in my lap and it has offered me a good life, a, a great income, and I've been able to afford the things. Um, but I was never really passionate about it per se. And people would say to me, oh, you've been doing this 30 years. You must love it. And it was almost embarrassing because I would answer and say, oh, yes. And the truth was, I didn't. I didn't love it. I don't dislike it. I just wasn't passionate about it. Did really nothing for me. Um, but after this many years, what are you going to do? You know, who wants to start over? Who wants an entirely new career? Um, but bottom line is, I was going through life just feeling like something was missing. Even though I had all those things, the job and the house and the car, I just felt empty. I felt like there had to be more to life and I didn't know what it was, but I found myself desperate to, to figure it out. Um, but I wasn't sure how to do that. And I finally decided that I was going to have to do some personal growth and self-reflection and figure out how to change things. Um, that sounds so super coachy, by the way. So like when you're telling me that, like, I think I know what you're talking about because I'm a coach, but like, what does that mean? Like self-reflection and, um, what was the other word you said? I think I said personal growth. Yeah. So, so like, what does that mean? Tell me that part. Basically just, it was one of those where I kept telling myself, okay, well, you're the problem. Obviously you're oh. the, you're the reason you're not happy. You're the reason that you have a boring job. You're the reason that life feels empty. And so I blamed myself and I basically came to the terms that I need to fix me. Otherwise, everything's going to stay the same. But I didn't really know what was broken. And so I started to really look at my life and my past. And like everybody, I had a childhood where some things really sucked in my childhood. Mm -hmm. And what I realized was, as a result of those experiences, I think I came out of all that feeling like I didn't really deserve more. I didn't deserve more than what life had given me. And so I was going through life 
just letting it happen to me. I wasn't, I had no goals. I had no dreams. It was just whatever life handed me, I should be happy with. And that felt kind of crappy. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I finally started, I don't, I'm not even sure how, but at some point I started to realize that those things that happened in my past really weren't about me. They were about the people that did those things or, you know, just the circumstances. They weren't a result of me being a bad person or me being unworthy or unlovable. And I started to realize that I could do something different if I wanted to. Um, Yeah. I could create a life that looked different than what I had. Um, But I did it. You did it. You did it, didn't you? I did. I did. And I didn't, honestly, I knew that I could do it but I didn't know how I was really kind of like, okay, it's up to me. Those people in my past, they don't matter. My past is done. Anyway, long story short, by accident, I found a life coach and I didn't even know she was a life coach. I thought she was a weight loss coach, but ultimately she's a life coach. And Uh in finding her, I really started to explore my past I started to explore the thoughts I had about myself and the two most valuable things I learned from her was that my past has, does not determine my future. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing. The second thing was that I have the power to create a life that I want and I have the ability and I'm deserving of it regardless mm. of what happened to me. And in working with her, All of a sudden I realized like whatever it was I thought was missing all those years was my sense of purpose. I didn't know at the time that's what was missing. I just felt empty. And once I realized this, it became my passion that there are other women like me that Mm -hmm. think that they need to accept whatever life gives them and be grateful for it. And that is true. Like I'm grateful for everything, but there's nothing wrong with me wanting more. And so that's what I want to teach women now is that it is amazing. You can be grateful for everything you have, but you are deserving of more if you want more. And so I went to um, get certified to be a life coach Mm -hmm. and it is now my passion to just work with as many women as possible to help them create a life that they are actually excited about, a life that fulfills them, a life that just doesn't feel like something's missing. And that's where I'm at today. I love that. Do you feel like the life, like life was your oyster and like overwhelm in all the possibilities? Did you ever feel like that? Honestly, initially, initially, I never felt like there were any possibilities. I really didn't. I, I, I literally, I remember growing up and girls talking about their future and when I grow up or when I get married or when I do this and I had none of it, not Mm -hmm. one, I did not ever imagine any future for myself, let alone have a goal or a dream. It didn't exist. Um, and then when I found light and I really did, that's kind of why I thought something was wrong with me. Cause I'm thinking, I can't relate to all these other people that have these dreams and goals. Like what's wrong? Why don't I feel that way? And it truly wasn't until life coaching um, with Corinne and you know who Corinne is, but where I, all of a sudden it fell into place, all of a sudden it became so obvious that 
this is what I was meant to do. People mm-hmm. have been coming to me all my life for advice, to be a listening ear, you know, f- just for an objective point of view. And all of a sudden it made sense. It's like this came into my life and fell into my life because it's what I'm meant to do. It's what I'm, it's the change I'm meant to make in the world. I didn't ask you this question if it was okay to ask you. So if you, if it's not something you want to talk about, that's fine. You mentioned uh, the weight loss and things. And so this, this type of um, just feeling unfulfilled, unfulfilled, feeling like you don't have a purpose, you know, all of that kind of like, I'm going to call it heavy thinking and feeling like that leads my clients, my audience, exactly that kind of thing to eat and to like actually overeat. Did that, did you experience any of that? Oh, a hundred percent. It was, it, I didn't realize it at the time until I, again, you know, a, again, after working with a coach, I'm like, it must be my past. My past is why I eat. Why do I eat? What happened? Mm-hmm. And I did realize that um, traumatic things that happened in my childhood when my family consoled me or whatever they fed me um Mm -hmm. it was it was it was everything it was how we celebrated it was how we you know what we did when I was upset or when someone felt like maybe they didn't treat me the way they should have or they were trying to make up for something they fed me they took me out to eat so it really did become my comfort my lifeline it was a way to not deal with emotion Mm -hmm. It was to, um, deal with loneliness, uh, you know, so I ate, um, to avoid and to create the feelings that you wanted to avoid the ones you don't want to feel and create the ones you did. Absolutely. 100%. -hmm. And it took me a long time because I remember thinking like, well, I don't understand. I'm not an emotional leader. I'm really Mm not. I would sit there and tell myself that. And then once I started to pay attention and become more aware I remember getting irritated with someone hanging up the phone and in two seconds, I'm in the pantry. And I thought, holy crap, I'm an emotional eater. So what what did you think emotional eaters meant? Because I thought the same thing. I am not an emotional eater because I think emotional eaters are people who are angry and eating. And I ate out of boredom. And I ate when I had low energy for entertainment, that kind of thing. So what did you think emotional overeating looked like? I think to me, emotional overeating meant um, kind of like you said, when you're angry, you eat. Um, but that's but, the one you were doing. Right. But I guess here's the thing. I don't think I even recognized. I never put two and two together. Like I never saw them. I can't even explain it. I never saw them. It didn't correlate. Yeah, it didn't go together. It never clicked. It literally until I started to pay attention to my eating. And I thought, okay, Mm. you're overeating a lot. Let's figure out why. (laughs) And I told myself it was all habit. You know, it's just habit. Um, And then once I became more, like I said, it was that day in the pantry. And I thought, I can't believe it. I'm angry and I'm in the pantry. This is ridiculous. Like I'm an emotional eater. That right there is why one of the first steps is just to get people to stop overeating. They want to like do all these extra special things, find the root cause of something. I just have them start with like writing a plan of what they say they're going to have. And if they overeat, then what happens is like we figure out how to stop the overeating so that 
when you're no longer allowed to overeat, you're, I hate to say allowed, but like when you're not overeating and you're eating what you planned, all that crap that you feel, it like amplifies because you're not tampering it down with food anymore. You're not trying to distract or change with food. And so now it's here and it's like, deal with me. It's like the screaming child, like you will deal with me now. And so it makes it so much um, easier to figure out what the actual problem is when people will just stop overeating so that we can see what comes up, which is all that emotional tantrum. Yeah, a hundred percent. I do think it's a process because initially when I became aware, I would notice, okay, you're not eating right now because you're not hungry. Mm -hmm. what's the problem but I still couldn't pinpoint the problem initially I just kept saying it's a habit you sit on the couch and you eat or it's a habit you get home from work and you eat I kept telling myself those things but I stuck with it and I thought no you're going to keep check you need to keep paying attention it's going to be and then I realized oh you eat when you sit on the couch not out of habit but because you're thinking you should be doing something more productive you eat when you get home from work, not out of habit, but because you don't want to get started on whatever chores you have at home. And then or, all that becomes the habit. Correct. Exactly. So it creates mm. the habit, but it all starts with those things I'm avoiding that, mm. like I said, initially it's hard to put your finger on those, but if you stick with it, it all becomes very apparent. Mm-hmm. And that's the key is really paying attention. And, and it's, like I said, it's so interesting. I'm like, oh, so I eat when I'm happy. I eat when I'm sad. I eat when I'm bored. Actually, I don't eat when I'm sad, but I eat when I'm bored. I eat when I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I eat when <laughs> I'm angry. See, I clean. I clean like, I always say, I like, I clean like the queen herself was coming to my house today for dinner because I will clean like a mad frenzied crazy woman. And my husband will come in and smell Lysol and be like, Ooh, someone ticked her off today because we will have the absolute sparkling, this cleaningest house. Cause that's how I can get all that energy out so fast. So that wasn't an emotion that I ate over. I clean when I'm angry. That's amazing. I wish there was some emotion in me that caused cleaning because there's none. <laughs> there's none. <laughs> that's when I'm really mad. So I don't know that you want that one either, but I I knew I wasn't dealing with that one either. Okay. So I want to ask you a a variation of a question here. So just for clarity. So when you were figuring out like this, and since we were talking about eating, overeating, let's, I want to ask it that way. How were you able to figure out that you were overeating from that lack of purpose or fulfillment versus like some of the traumas that you realized that you were still kind of thinking about? from childhood um or was it maybe a little of both yeah it was probably more a little of both honestly um I think that uh, hmm, that's kind of a tough one I think that some of it just became conditioning um again over the years as to the way I dealt with emotions um and then later in life when I actually because obviously as a child I developed those habits of eating I mean I literally remember going to friends houses and being so excited to go to a friend's house because of all the food they would have mm. and you know, because we weren't by any means poor but like we were low income we didn't have a lot of junk food and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and I developed this desire this connection to food and I just remember and me, 
well, this is interesting. <laughs> this, is not, this is not how this conversation was supposed to go. It wasn't, but I'm loving it. <laughs> but I, I just had a very interesting epiphany. I don't know if you want me to go off on my tangent. Sure. I'll, um, I'll bring you back in if it gets too okay. far. Yeah. So I, um, I often wonder, so my parents separated when I was okay. Stayed yeah. With my, um, when I would visit my mom, she always fed us the, the comfort food that she cooked. I love my dad. He was not the amazing cook. He made fish mm-hmm. sticks and cheese. So when I went to see my mom, I had that good food, but I think now that I think about it, one of the things I associated that food with when I would go to my friend's house, they had these big meals, but they also had a family. Mm. And so I, I almost think maybe that's where my thing came with the food is that I associated it with a family at the table, a mother, a father, the whole, you know, that mom mm-hmm. cooked dinner kind of thing. Um, so, maybe- so this is this is what's going to be interesting and anyone that's listening I want to I want to clear this up right now so like you ha- Shannon you've tell- told me like trauma you've told me about unfulfilled no purpose and now we're talking about this family thing and so that is why a simple diet doesn't work for people because we are complex people as Shrek says we are onions no 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 it was donkey that said that donkey didn't donkey say we're onions And so we're complex like onions. And so each time you peel back a layer, you're going to find another layer under there. And so it's another reason. It's another thing that contribute. It's not anything was all one thing. No, no, a hundred percent. And you can give anyone a written diet. I've lost tons of weight of my life, Mm -hmm. but the reality is it was with a diet or it was with a program or it was counting calories or it was this, it was never maintainable it's not sustainable no because I wasn't taking into account all this other stuff Mm -hmm. that played into you know my eating um and I think we forget as you know as people as women particularly things aren't always simple things aren't always black and white there's there's more to us we are Uh, complex creatures a hundred (laughs) percent to remind ourselves of that and give ourselves grace when we're trying to solve problems or attain goals or lose weight or Mm -hmm. whatever that it's not just a well you should be able to do this Mm -hmm. there's more to us than that oh definitely can't do it it's that i'm a complex onion (laughs) we are we're complex onions i asked her not to say bad words but i could tell there was probably one wanting to sneak out there Uh, no no Okay, that would just been my potty mouth. I would have found a bad word to sneak in there for extra ump in the statement. Right. All right. So to get us a little back on track with what I said, I wanted to actually talk to you about, but when we talk about weight loss, like my brain just gets super excited because I love talking about that. Um, so with this fulfillment, okay. So what would be what would be like some what would be a way for women to be like, you know what? Cause like we have a lot with, with weight loss that it's like, you know what? I have that. So like, what would be something that maybe somebody listening would identify with to know that maybe it's just a little bit of like finding some purpose or it's a little bit of fulfillment is what they need. And that's what they're lacking. Like, how would they know that? How would they identify? A hundred percent. That that's a great question. I think that, 
um, when you stop and, and kind of look at yourself, do you find yourself th- saying things like, I just feel like something's missing or I just want more um, or that we, we talked about it already. I feel like I'm stuck in a rut. I just, something has to change. I can't mm-hmm. keep day in and day out. Um, you might even be questioning your life decisions. Like, did I make the right choice in my career? Did I move to the right state? Should I have, should we have had three kids instead of four kids? Should I have married my high school sweetheart? You can start to question all kinds of things. And I think that those questions are a good sign as well of something's missing, something's lacking in my life. Um, There's also women that are just always seeking validation from others in everything they do that they want to hear that they're a good mother or they want to mm-hmm. know they're a good wife. And it's because that they're lacking in themselves okay. that they're seeking that from others. And so I think if, if a woman, you know, recognizes any of those things, it might be something for her to question. Um, so some unsettled and some like so settled that you, you just don't care about stuff. Yeah, It's just like, well, this is, this is my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've just got too much to do. I'm too busy taking care of the kids and the family. And I should be thankful for what I have because so many people would be happy to have my life. So it's just, I feel guilty wanting more, you know, those. So if they, if they did have that, that fulfillment, that sense of purpose, why is that so important? Like, what would that, what would that create for them? Like, how would it be so different than what they have experienced now? Yeah. I mean, having a sense of purpose, actually, it gives you a lot of things. It gives you a sense of confidence. Mm -hmm. It gives you a sense of confidence in the decisions you've made. It gives you belief in yourself. It gives you a sense of fulfillment because you've now recognized your values, what really matters to you, what brings meaning to your life. Mm-hmm. And you're living in alignment with that. So ultimately, you're going to have increased happiness. Um, you're probably going to be a better spouse, a better mom. You're going to be more connected to other people because okay. you're like you're living in alignment with the values that mean the most to you. And that's super important. And you can just really live authentically. I think a lot of people just haven't even thought about what their values are. Like you said, it like with some of your eating, it just gets handed down from other family members. And you just say, that's, that's how we do things without thinking about what your specific values are. Right. And kind of along the lines and kind of going back to one of the other questions, you asked me, when you ask a woman, tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. Says, I'm a mom. I was I'm just wife. Say, he says, I'm a mom. I have three kids. I take mm-hmm. my kids to soccer and I do this or I'm a businesswoman and I do this, but she never says, I enjoy doing these things. I get satisfaction out of volunteering at the women's shelter. Like she never tells you what really brings her passion and joy. She Mm -hmm. only identifies as whatever her, I'll call it a job, whatever her job is, whether it's a mom or a wife or, and we're so much more than a mom or a wife or a nurse or, you know, a CEO and our um, job titles 
our yes. job titles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're not who we are. And so if you can't look at yourself and tell someone about me, you know, this is about me, mm-hmm. maybe stop and give that some thought. Like, what do I love other than my kids and my family and, you know, my husband, what really brings me joy other than that? Cause it's great that they bring you joy, but what do you have for you personally that gives meaning to your life? Outside. I think it would be fun because yeah, like I used to hate journaling. It felt like, dear diary, let me tell you all my sob story. And then when I realized it doesn't have to be a sob story, it can be like creating, like it's my creative space. I think it would be fun to do a, like a little like guided journaling, a journal prompt of if you were a product, can you write your description? And so like write down all the things about you. Like, you know, if you were going to buy like a stereo or something at the store or computer, like it's going to have all the specs, it's going to have all the things. And so it'll have that surface level stuff of mom and wife and all that stuff. And then it'll go in and tell like all the super details of, of you as a product. Yeah. All the ingredients, Mm -hmm. like the ingredients what, how it all comes together to, how do you, what is it about you that makes you a good mom? Like, tell me about what makes you a good mom. Yeah. Not just that you're a mom. Yeah. You know? That's like the five whys. Tell me why, tell me why, tell me why, tell me why to get to the base. Why like <laughs> the ingredients and then tell me, you know, like, you know, tell me the specs, tell me the, like, why does it do this and all that stuff? Oh, that would be good. That would, yeah. that would be, I think I'm gonna have to do that one. That one sounds fun to me. Yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's a get to know you from you <laughs> yeah. get to know challenge, you from you challenge for your listeners. I know that. I love that one. Oh, yes. Yes. So if I am like, you know what? I think that this is me. Like I'm feeling like I, so here's the thing. I, I probably had a little of this, maybe not on the level that you're describing it, but I, I became an empty nester last year. And then a little before that I had lost it probably in the last handful of years. So in 2017, I lost my sister that rocked my world. I lost my mom in 2021. My son moved out of the house in 2022. And I know. And so I became a life coach in 20. I started losing my own weight in 2019. I started life coaching in 2021. And so I probably had a little like, what's next? What is it for me? What, like, what lights me up? I probably asked it that way instead of like other ways, like what lights me up and I couldn't find what light, what was lighting me up. Then I found life coaching and that for sure lit me up. And so like that getting to help other people thing. um, Yeah, I loved it. But I would say like possibility, I might've been like in that empty nest season, like really digging into finding my, or even finding my next purpose. It might not be so grand as like the whole world of like what, you know, I I picture like one human standing on this ginormous planet looking, you know, over the world or the ocean in its vastness and being like, what is my purpose? And like feeling like nothing, but um, insignificant, but I don't think I had that, but I think I was, I, I, and I'm pretty goal oriented. So I think I probably had some of that going on and just didn't identify that exactly was what was going on. Yeah, that makes sense. I, and I think that's common for a lot of women, especially kind of midlife women. Like you say, even if 
maybe they never had kids, maybe they have kids and they move out, or maybe they're just at a point in their career and they love their career, but they've been doing it 15, 20 years. You do get to this point in your life where you're kind of like, now what? Yeah, your seasons of life. Every yeah, season of life changes and then it gives that opportunity for what now? What's next for me? You know, what's next? Mm-hmm. What's there? And and it again, it doesn't mean that what you have isn't amazing. It just means that you're ready for something more, like you said. Yeah. Something that lights you up, something that really at the end of the day you're excited about. And yeah. kind of just motivates you to move forward. Cause you know, we can all I think a lot of us set goals or, you know, maybe even have dreams, but if you don't have a plan to go after them, they're Mm -hmm. empty dreams. They're not fulfilling. They're not satisfying. A lot of times they leave you kind of feeling like a failure because you're not pursuing them. It's like, it's just a pipe dream. I'll never have it. Um, but to be able to set those goals and actually create a, um, like a blueprint to, propel yourself forward and okay, this is what I'm going to do. This mm-hmm. is going to go after that and create a life that I'm excited about. And it builds resilience. It, you know, the goal is not to see kind of along the lines of weight loss. You know, we go back to weight loss, like, okay, well, I tried the keto diet and I failed and I, I gained the weight back. And so I saw myself as a failure, but it was because I didn't have the right tools emotionally and everything else to really be successful. And it's the same way when you set goals, if you set a goal, but you really just are going at it haphazardly, then when you don't reach that goal, you see yourself as well. I'm a failure. It's too late. I'm too old. I missed my opportunity. I'm just being selfish. And so we quit, we quit Mm -hmm. on ourselves. But if we actually set those goals and those dreams and we get some sort of, um, path that we can follow a structure and we can learn the tools we need to be successful. It's an amazing feeling when you reach the, or achieve that goal. It's so motivating. And that's, you know, what I love doing is actually helping women get that, uh, create that path. That so tell me, tell me that then how, how do you help them? Cause like we were talking about like some of the things that like why it feels like a problem and what it could be like whenever it's different, but like, how do you help them? Like, cause I'm, I'm thinking there's different women that might be identifying with what we're talking about. Like someone who's like, I just have no purpose at all. Kind of like in that, that place where you were feeling like you were at. And then there might be something kind of like what I was describing. Like, I just don't really, I don't, you know, maybe the world's my oyster and I don't even know what to choose next. Like, I just don't even know what interests me anymore. I've focused on everybody else so long. I don't even know what I would even want if I knew it was an option. Like, how do you help them like navigate that process? Yeah, I I think that's, uh, I love that question. Um, So in my coaching program, it's actually, I created a program called the uh, Fulfillment Blueprint Program. And basically it's a 12 week program where I work with women. And our first goal is if you feel like something's missing, we're going to work on that. We're going to try and discover what that is. And the way I do that is asking a lot of questions about what they value in life, um, what they think about their current life. What do they, can they imagine what they want their life to look like? Um, And we can discover maybe their life is amazing. We just have to work on, you know, how they feel about it. Cause it, they just feel like 
well, I don't really have a purpose. This is all I do is I'm just a mom. And maybe that's, we love that. And so we need to work on helping them realize that that's a big deal. Being a mom is an amazing deal and that can be your purpose. And that's Mm -hmm. fantastic. But maybe you do want something more. And so we're going to try and figure out what that more is. Um, Again, one of the ways I do that is we're going to do what I like to call power profiling. We're going to discover what your hidden powers are. What are you good at? Mm-hmm. Most often the things we're good at, we also enjoy. Not always, but what do you, you know, what are you good at? What are your strengths? What do you enjoy? Um, you know, kind of what lights you up? If you could mm-hmm. do anything, what would that be? So we figure out some of those things. And a lot of this process also involves things like um, allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to make yourself a priority, mm-hmm. giving yourself permission to not feel guilty because you want more. So we do a lot of things like that, um, working on self-care and accepting yourself the way you are now, as well as what you want your future to look like and being able to communicate with others to express to them what you need. Um, Maybe even setting some boundaries with people because you want to make yourself a priority, but that means I can't do everything I'm currently doing. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of work to be done. Um, And I say that, but I don't mean to make it sound intimidating. It's just, we are so capable of creating our own life if we have those right tools. And so it's about teaching people to find a supportive group because not everyone in life is going to support you. You might say, I want to go back to school for nursing. And your best friend says, well, that's ridiculous. You This have no- all happened with coaching, by the way. Everything <laughs> you're saying right now, there you go. I said, I'm going to be a coach. And people are like, oh. <laughs> right. And so what did you do? You found a community of people that supported you. Mm-hmm. You need to put yourself with a circle of people that want to lift you up, that want to support you. And it doesn't mean you have to necessarily cut ties with all the other people, No, but you need to find that supportive network. And so there's, there's an art to that and in allowing yourself to, okay, well, I got to go make new friends. I have to find people that feel. You just grow your network. I heard Mm -hmm. this. I heard this whenever I was learning and coaching about relationships Mm -hmm. and you can't have like your partner be filling all of your buckets. And so like with me, like some of that, like I have coaching friends and I have fun friends and I have family and I have people who I want to go talk to when I want to share everything. And I have people that want to talk to me and they might not be the same people and like, that's all okay. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's so funny because people, you know, well, my, my best friend, she doesn't like all the things I like. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Does she like anything you like? That's all that matters. Like you've got, I always tell people, if you want a network to support you, then go find those people. And that might be the only thing you have in common with them is coaching, for example, Mm -hmm. or it might just be weight loss. Like this is my weight loss community. I wouldn't hang out with them on Saturday, yeah. but they are my people when it comes to weight loss. And that's what you need is little groups of supportive people for whatever journey you're on. And so you You just grow your community. Yes. So I encourage women to find people that will lift them up and support them. Um, We work on a lot of goal setting and make Mm -hmm. those goals, uh, break them down into little steps so Mm -hmm. that they achievable. 
um, the key to goals, any goals, whether it be um, finding a new career or finding your purpose or weight loss, you know, you know, just as well as I do is getting those wins and recognizing those little wins when we do something right. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why setting goals is important and breaking the goals down into baby steps Mm -hmm. so that you get that little win and it keeps you motivated to keep going. Um, I'm hearing you and I'm, I'm envisioning like I love a, na- a good analogy. And so I'm envisioning either putting together a puzzle or doing a paint by number. And like, depending on how much they want to like change or they where they're at now, they're either just putting the outline of the puzzle together or they're like doing the most important parts of the paint by number, or they can fill in the entire puzzle, fill in the entire picture with you. They can do any of it. A hundred percent. And I think one of the most, uh, one of the things I want to point out is when we start this journey, you may have this end goal that is amazing and it's out here. Mm -hmm. We've got this whole path that we need to follow to get there. And it's not impossible that we start this journey and you see changes in your life and just making yourself a priority Mm-hmm. You may even be only a halfway or a quarter way to the journey and realize I'm good wow, now. I'm good. I don't mm-hmm. need that. Like I thought that was my goal, but holy crap, this is amazing right here. Mm-hmm. I just want to hang here for a little bit and see what this is like. But they now know I'm capable of that if I really want to go there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the beauty in it is you just never know you you set out on this path and until you start to create that life you learn so much along in the journey you know there's you just learn so much about yourself and again kind of going back to weight loss and coaching once you start to become aware and pay attention you learn so much more about you and mm-hmm. values change and you realize well i really thought this was a big deal to me it's not a big deal you know so it's, it's an amazing process. And so it really is different for every woman. And that's one of the things I love is it's not cookie cutter. So I can't mm-hmm. see here and say, this is exactly what we're going to do because you might come in like yourself in this other level where you're here and, you know, you're pretty much good with life. You just want a little something different yeah. or you're self and you've got a lot more work to do yeah. to believe in either, even that you're worthy. Um, So it really is specific to your needs. Um, And the journey we create is, you know, you tell me, what do you, what do you want out of this? You know, what's Mm -hmm. your goal? And I'm going to help you figure out what it is that creates a life of fulfillment for you. I can see too, that like some people might not have the entire, like full vivid painted picture of what that looks like, but they know how they want to feel in it. And so if I knew how I wanted to feel the rest, we can fill in later how it looks, but like, I know that I want to create this feeling every day and that would be fun to, that would be fun to work with somebody on too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of where I was. It was basically like, I don't know what I want. I don't, I don't know what my purpose is. I just want to know. I, I want to feel like I have a purpose. Yeah. And who knew what that looked like? I didn't know. I just knew I hated the way I felt. And I needed to stop feeling empty 
And like, you want to wake up knowing that if somehow you disappeared today, people would miss you for more reasons than just not having dinner on the table. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. A hundred percent. And that sounds so morbid. Morbid of me to say. Okay. I have a question for you. So what, cause like when you feel this passionate about things, right? You, whether women want this from you or not, you want something for them. So what would be your dream for all women, especially those that are probably about our age range? Like, what do you think would be like, oh, if I could just gift this to everybody, this would be my dream for them. What would that be? Hmm. That would be. You got to figure out how to put it into words because I can see it's already in your heart. You're just like, I got to get it out. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, there's so much. It's like, I'm just going to regurgitate my life. Um, basically, it would be that stop being an innocent bystander in your own life. You need to be an active participant and you are worthy of whatever you want. You are not guilty for wanting more. You are not selfish for wanting more you are capable of creating that life regardless of what has happened to you in your past mm-hmm. and regardless of where you are today, you get to create a life that you're excited about and you shouldn't just go through life, letting it happen. And, um, I will kind of follow that up with one of my favorite quotes that I actually just recently found. It's by Dr. Uh, by Dr. Tama Bryant. She says, the reason you feel unsettled is because you're not supposed to settle Mm. and do not settle in life. We shouldn't settle. We don't need to. It's to go through life. Just being content is shortchanging yourself and you're worthy of more. Okay, girl, that is a soundbite. If you do not use that on your own personal socials, girl, I don't know what to tell you. That was (laughs) fire right there. Those last two things, your advice and that dream advice you had for people and that quote, those are fire. Okay, Shannon, I have absolutely loved this and I wish we were in at least the same time zone because this was fun to even coordinate a time that worked for both of us. But I had so much fun with you at that business conference and I am so happy that you came on here and shared all of your passion with me and my listeners. Like that is amazing stuff. And I love that it comes with the whole tie-in to your weight loss journey and how it's affected your um, purpose, your fulfillment, all of that along the way. So um, I am sure at some point, somebody's going to hear this and be like, that is who I need to talk to. That right there is who I need to talk to. And so if you have weight loss issues, come to me, baby. But if you have anything trying to find your goal, your purpose, your, your driven fulfillment in life, I want you to talk to Miss Shannon here. How can they get in touch with you? So they can reach me on my website, which is shannonstroopcoaching.com. I can spell that also- for me. So I'm going to put it in show notes, but just spell because I already, my, my ADD brain say, no way am I going to know what the heck that is. So spell Shannon and Stroop for me. Shannon Stroop, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-S-T-R-O-U-P, as in Peter, coaching.com. Okay. And I actually, I can be found on Instagram and Facebook with the same thing at Shannon Stroop Coaching or on Facebook, Shannon Stroop Coaching. And um I would actually love to offer your listeners Mm -hmm. uh, a little free one hour coaching session with me and actually give you a, um, a code that you can put in the link. Okay. 
they apply that code, they're um, entitled to one free coaching session with me because they heard about me on your podcast today. So tell me what that means real quick, because I know we're wrapping up. So I don't, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but like if, what does one free coaching session do for them? Because like, we're talking about big things. Are you helping them get their ideas in order? Are you giving them the next step? Like, what does this mean when they do a free coaching session with you? Absolutely. So normally my program is 12 weeks, but the, when I work with a client, my first session is always about a couple things. Finding out if working with life coaches for you, is that, is that going to help you reach your goals and whatnot? Mm -hmm. Um, we will also talk about where you're at in life. What do you want your life to look like? And we'll kind of put together um, to some things that we could, if we chose to work together further, even if we do not, I will give you a few things that, okay, here's what I think that you could work on um, in order to at least propel yourself forward from where you're at now. If they don't want to work with a coach and they want to try and do it on their own, like I said, I'll be happy to give some tips in that session. So it's a possibilities call. You're helping yeah. them figure out some possibilities. It's like going and trying on clothes together. Like, is this my possibility? Do I like it? Do I not? What do I want? Yeah, a hundred percent. I love that. I love that analogy. Yep, for sure. Just I told you I'm an analogy girl. It's how my brain <laughs> works for sure. A little spazzy, but I get the job done. All right, Shannon, I have had so much fun with you and I can't wait to talk to you later. It's been great hanging out with you. Thank you. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingcara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.